We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Courtside with Christy and Gabe right here on the Her Hoop Stats Podcast Network. I am Christy Winter Scott, joined as always by my guy, Gabe Ibrahim. And Gabe, we are right ahead of the WNBA All-Star Game, but there are a lot of things to talk about ahead of that, especially... Uh, the games that are going on right now with the Commissioner's Cup, as well as uh, some teams gaining some ground in the WNBA right now. Yeah, it's it's been a wild week. I mean, the one thing that we and our listeners care about the most is that the Indiana Fever is still stuck on five <laughs> wins, baby. Let's go. Come Darn on. It. Oh, I thought I had you at that halftime in that one game. You were sweating some bullets, man. You were like a little nervous. The, the Mercury uh, really, really saved my butt there. A couple yeah, times. Yeah. Um, thank, thank you to the Mercury and uh, to uh, Tina Charles, who we will talk about for motivating the Phoenix uh-huh. Mercury. Uh, so yeah, now all I need, now all I need, is for Seattle to beat Indiana <laughs> twice and Chicago to win once, and then we're good. I don't know. Come on, Fever. I thought I thought you were going to bring me on home with that sixth win, that that first Phoenix game of that back-to-back game with them. I thought they had them and I love Phoenix and this is all I'm fine. Like this oh, isn't yeah. like, go get Phoenix. This is a, between Gabe and myself. Okay. So relax yourselves on that. It's not <laughs> any, you know, we're not picking a team, like whatever. This was standing prior to the season beginning. I said that Indiana could get to six wins before the all-star break. And if they do that, Gabe's got to go to Berry Farms down in Southeast DC and knock in three consecutive threes and for every miss i have to do a, a down and back down and back yeah down and back down back for every miss. i gotta start i gotta start running yeah I gotta start training. just in case eh? you never know 
<laughs> but yeah, to so catch people up. Catch people up on that's the, that's the one thing that uh, I know we're all keeping our eye on in terms of on the court. Um, yeah. And there's just you know that we yeah, we're obviously gonna, we have to talk about Team Charles and the All Star yeah. snubs and do the All Star draft. Yep. Um, and all that's so exciting and great. And like, I'm, I'm, we're pumped up for it. Uh, that's we do, you know, I, we, we have to get up on the bad news too. Um, sure. because obviously we gotta, we gotta keep Brittany Griner, uh, at the top of our focus. We gotta talk about, um, what's going on with her and making, you know, trying to keep her in the news and make sure that we keep awareness coming to her. Um, today we had a, the start of her trial in yeah. trial in Russia, um, where it, i mean trials in russia are not like they are in the u.s the justice system is very different um yeah. basically every trial ends up with a guilty plea um but i mean it ends up with a, a conviction um but the what the court said today was that she had basically 0.7 grams of of marijuana in little cartridges and that's complete that's not even a prison sentence in russia uh, right. the, even according to their own laws that would not rise to the level of imprisonment. Uh, right. So it's become very clear that this is a political situation and we will see um, what happens. There's no news because this was just the first uh, hearing of the trial. Right. So we'll be back for the second hearing on July 7th. So in a week or so, so we'll be back mm-hmm. there. Um, I don't, I mean, I'm not an international law expert. I'm not an international, I'm not Russian expert. Uh, the people who are experts say that she might plead guilty um, just to move the wheels along. But this is definitely a political situation, uh, which is what we all thought it was in the first place, but it's becoming extremely clear now. Um, and so hopefully there's a resolution that is coming very quickly between the US government and the Russian government to get uh, Brittany Griner home. I, you know, it's just so terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like, the details notwithstanding, I mean, I, I heard what you said and it's, I mean, the 0.7 grams and you have the people saying, okay, well, she's been playing over there. She knows the rules, right. But that's not within the rules. So we, you know, it's really tough to, to continue to every day, wake up to over 130 days of wrongly detaining one of our own in the WNBA with Brittany Griner. And it's just, I mean, it terrifying just is the word that keeps coming up to me because, you know, when they had those couple of uh, video clips of her coming down the stairs and she's in handcuffs and on one of the freeze frames, you know, someone caught her really looking just, oh, I don't know, just outside of herself. And the, the way they're saying that her cell is just so small mm-hmm. and you know that she's six, nine, and it's just, I, I, it's just unfathomable that she's been there since February. And it's unfathomable that, you know, this process is taking so long to get to the bottom of what is actually going to happen moving forward. And whether or not she plays basketball anymore, we're not even talking about that. We're talking about getting her home safely and for her, hopefully mentally to be giving herself some grace in this situation where she has zero control. I mean, the whole entire United States right now has zero control of her fate. Although it seems that way because she's been there that long and we haven't seen any, you know, resolution on when she will actually be back here. So it's, it's very disconcerting. It's very scary and, and it's just, I don't know, it just, it takes your breath away, you know, especially, you know, we've been worrying about her well-being. Mm-hmm. 
and then to see her well-being not being so well no. at all that to me it, it's just so sad it's like you just hold yourself like here and just pray for her in, in many ways not just her her physical well-being which we all know is at the top of the list but you know mentally yeah you know how tough is that i mean we're talking about Brittany griner who had to leave the WNBA bubble with her peers because mm. of the isolated factor there and now here she is for months at a time now being uh, wrongfully detained in russia it's it's just um i don't know it, it's just disconcerting and and terrifying and unfathomable those are the the words that keep popping up in my head and it's it's sad it's really sad well it's 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 all of those things I and mean, we've said that before it's, it, that's the, that's mm-hmm. the hard part about this is like we i we cannot say any there, there's nothing more that we can really tell no. about the situation because like you said we have no idea what's going to happen uh, right. i think the u.s government probably has a good idea of what's going to happen because they they've done these things before and i'm sure other people who have been around these what, what essentially is a hostage situation understand what's going to happen yeah. next more so than us but we don't so it's really difficult for us to sit here and say you know okay this is what's gonna happen that's it, it's it's very terrifying and scary yeah. and, and we are it's- just deeply concerned about her um the only thing i want to add though is like you know i i've i found that there's some people who like want to say oh well she did it it's like one first off i'm pretty sure if you're like there's a large percentage of the people in this podcast who have had listening to this podcast right now who have had at least 0.7 grams of marijuana on them i can guarantee you that we it's not something that's super illegal this is not like she wasn't transporting three pounds like we've seen people other people have uh in the public eye We, we haven't seen She's not been uh, doing something that's so crazy as, such as to be illegal into getting imprisoned in four months, even by the laws of the country where she's in prison. Right. So I'm sorry. Like, I, that's my I, obviously I would love to sit here and say it's all going to be OK. I don't know. But the one thing I do want to get across is like, stop trying to blame this. I feel like it's such a it's such a reaction yeah. for people to just say, well, you put yourself in that situation. We do, we yeah. do this with everything, everything, every, yeah. every single thing. It's like, oh, you put yourself in that situation. Right. Well, first off. No, she she probably didn't. She's pro- I'm sure whatever she was doing coming into Russia is what she's done coming into Russia every single year she's played in Russia. Mm-hmm. Why has the situation changed? I don't know. Maybe because Russia just to, like is in a war with the Ukraine and needed some needed some political prisoner. Hey, maybe that's the answer. But regardless, regardless of whatever whatever is the truth of the situation, I just really want people to stop saying, "Well, you put yourself in this situation, so you you know whatever." It's like, come on, man. Like you, right. you have to understand that this is clearly a sham trial she's a hostage and the u.s is dealing with this as a political prisoner situation because that's what it is and yeah. so i think i think that response is a, is, a, is a response out of fear because we want to think like well we're not going to ever be in that situation but like brianna stewart has said and everyone who has played in russia has said that it could have been any of us it could yeah. have been any of us and it could have been very easy for any it, it doesn't if it was it was not marijuana it would have been something else you know, and so they just want, it's, it's just terrifying and scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been, I've said on this podcast many, many a times, I believe she's going to come home. I hopefully it will be very soon. I believe right. that she will, um, it'll be through political channels in the U S state department. And that's how it's going to have to be handled. I don't really think this trial matters for much other than to have a trial because that's how the Russians want to handle us. Right. Um, so I don't know. I mean, that, that's the only thing I want to get out there. It's just like, don't it, stop worrying about what she did or, or didn't do. This isn't a freaking murder. This isn't, 
you know, transporting thousands of pounds of cocaine and then getting caught for drug smuggling. This is very clearly a political hostage situation. So it's scary. Um, we're sending our prayers to BG, to her family, yeah. yes. um, to everyone dealing with this case to, to do as good of a job. And we're sending good vibes to them. Um, yeah. But we just have to sit and wait and hope, and hope that uh, everything's, that she's okay, like you're saying. No, no question. And I mean, Gabe, you're a lawyer. And so you understand like the laws of each country are, are different. And we understand that. But the fact that you said at the very beginning of your first statement on here today, you said that it was 0.7 grams, which is under the amount that would get someone arrested. In the, I mean, in, in the state of Virginia, pretty red state, that's not even, that's a fine. That's not any, that's not even, you, you don't even go to like, court it's just a wow. and that's wow. in this state and then also in russia pretty much the same situation although i don't really think they have their laws written down to that level because mm -hmm. they want to do stuff like this to wow. not only u.s citizens but other yeah. citizens yeah um, their own citizens um i'm not sure how their laws are written out but i would i i from people who have studied the situation on twitter talking about it it mm -hmm. definitely seems like this is just a normal thing that people would walk away from with a fine um, and she's been in jail for four months. So. I mean, it's horrible. And just to see her head, like when she was coming down the steps and she had the handcuffs on and she's shaking her head mm -hmm. like this, like who knows what they're telling her, what they're saying to her, like, mm -hmm. you know, and how distressed she may feel, you know, with, with the verbiage that's coming her way. And you know, the phone call that was supposed to go to her wife didn't mm -hmm. happen. And that scared me because I was like, okay, where is she? You know, and I started getting nervous about that. And it's just, it's just so much to take on. And, you know, when Phoenix was here in DC, you can tell it's, yeah. it's heavy on their spirits, all of them, the coaches and the players as well. I mean, Don Staley posts about BG every day, every day. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, she's pushing for legislation, you know, to, to get her back here. Like we need something in writing on this side to get her here um, and safely. So um, I, it's just, it's unnerving. And I know it's heavy on the minds of all the players. I know Courtney Vandersloot played with BG in mm -hmm. Russia this past season and left there a day or two before BG left. And so, I mean, you have to look at what they're going through as well and how Courtney Vandersloot said she's not gonna to return to play professionally there um, after being there for years. So, I mean, some players have a lot of big decisions to make, uh, not just in Russia, but just in general, just to, to make sure you're safe. And I've said before, like it's, you know, before creature comforts, I was over there and that's scary. You know, that's what my dad said, always have your passport on you because I didn't know the language that well and I didn't know the culture. You know, I just wanted to make sure I didn't have any missteps and uh, drugs or whatever aside, I just didn't want to get caught out yeah. there and not be able to help myself legally if I had to. And so it's it's scary times when, when it comes to that. And, you know, to know that she is just sitting there uh, wrongfully detained and knowing that the U.S. has claimed her to be wrongfully detained. I mean, that just... I mean, that just works my nerves. If I'm sitting there knowing that my country is saying I'm wrongfully detained and I'm still sitting over there, I mean, mm -hmm. something has to be done swiftly. Yeah, yeah no, and you, and you hope that it is happening behind the scenes. And, you know, I, I don't want to disparage, like, um, the, the U.S. State Department because I don't know what they're doing. I don't know how they situate. Yeah, we don't, we don't know. 
but uh, we I, all we know when they said wrongfully detained that opened the floodgates for us to be able to discuss it because initially her family said that they didn't want it discussed right. because they didn't want it to become a political thing where she would be in a hostage type situation and so when the state department said it's wrongfully uh detained situation that changed the game um for for us and and what we can i don't know what we can figure from what's happening right now uh, so um you know Thoughts, vibes, prayers to to Brittany Griner and her family. Let's let's move on. Talk about uh, some k- kind of basketball adjacent stuff. Um, right. <laughs> you're gonna talk about Tina Charles. Uh, oh, lots lots happened. Uh, she left the Phoenix Mercury. I don't know if they left. They agreed to a contract divorce. Was the language um, that was left out there? Um, so she leaves the Phoenix Mercury. Then she signs with Seattle Storm for the rest of the season. And she already mm-hmm. played her first game at Seattle Storm. As I mentioned, Phoenix is 2-0 since uh, Tina Charles left. A uh, lot of discussions to be had around, around this situation. It seems like Tina, um, there was reports that she wasn't happy with the amount of shots she was getting or something. Um, I don't know if that just, I, that doesn't line up with the idea of her going to Seattle. So I don't know if that's like, you know, the reason she left. Uh, certainly it seems like, you know, she didn't want to be on a team that wasn't competing for a championship. And as we just talked about, Brittany Griner is not with the team and the Brittany Griner is what make that, what made that team a championship team last year. And she mm-hmm. wanted to join that team with Brittany Griner, not there. I think she just kind of looked around and said, well, this team's not going to win championship. I need to get to somewhere that has a chance to, um, that was the decision that she seemingly made. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I was shocked mm-hmm. by that whole deal. Um, you know, Tina Charles spent a season here in DC, had a chance to get to know her, not a thousand percent. No one knows mm-hmm. everyone all the way, but I did have a chance to interact with her. And, and it's shocking that that would be the move that she would make mid season. Um, and I understand, I mean, even when she came to the mystics, it was the year after they had won the 2019 championship. And okay, you're not going to go in the bubble. Like a lot of players chose to opt out because mm-hmm. of health reasons and I understand that. So she didn't get to play with Emma Meesum in that year. Deladon didn't go in the bubble. So she signed the same kind of way. Like I want to play with A, B, C, D player. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen in DC. She stuck to her guns, stuck to her contract, played one year with the Mystics, was leading the league and scoring and doing everything um, for Washington. But I don't know if she wanted that much of a role. Like, okay, so in Phoenix, she was, you said maybe it wasn't that she was getting, you know, the shots that she wanted. She didn't get enough shots in Phoenix, but in DC, she got all the shots. Yeah. Um, so, but then she wasn't happy with that either. So I think she's looking for a happy medium and win a ring. Um, is that Seattle? It has yet to be seen, but for me, the contract divorce verbiage was shocking too. I mean, the move was shocking. I was like, whoa, what? In the middle of the year, Tina's going, what? What is she doing? Um, and then I was kind of surprised also that she got picked up quickly. And not because of her skill. We know who she is. I mean, she's the former WBA MVP, won gold medals. Like, we understand that. But I was surprised, like, the process midseason, at this juncture of the season, that she could get picked up that fast. Um, and by a team like Seattle, with Ezzy Magbogor really having probably her best season of her career. And now, I mean, are you taking minutes away from her? No. You know, trying to find Tina minutes? Like, no. 
You're not. Are you though? But are you though? I'm not. Do you have to? Well, I don't care. It's like you can't. So that all right. So the whole thing with Seattle is like, all right, this is all this is all by the time. And let's let's say it for what it is. Tina quit on the Phoenix Mercury. I there's no other I can't wait figure out a way to parse this in a different manner. She straight up quit on the team. There is a report that she had left the team beforehand. Um before before the contract divorce actually happened um and that's the contract divorce language is something we use in WNBA for situations like this i mean they didn't waive her so she didn't have to go through way actually did she have to right i actually don't know why it was called necessarily contract divorce that's just a weird verbiage thing i think it's the verbiage in the and the cba that's what they said like the new cba had that as the verbiage for that kind of situation so i was like okay but it was still like whoa whoa what does that all entail it's a fun word um, it's a fun, it's a fun verbiage. It's funny. Um, regardless though, she straight up quit on the team. Like that, I don't, I, if anyone has any information that could refute the idea that she quit on this team, I would love to see it. Cause she, she we, quit on, we would love to see it. Uh, because I don't, I mean, I don't know how else to say it, but I think that going to Seattle thing, that was probably, she had that in the bag at some, at, at some point in the season where she started looking around saying, well, this team can't compete. Let me start getting into, you know, talk to Seattle people, see if they want to come. Um, that being said, I don't think they're going to, I, Seattle should treat her as they treated Jontel Lavender. Lavender's Lavender's a really good player. Another player who got, who got cut from a a higher paying contract to come to Seattle to Mm -hmm. compete for a title. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think she takes over Lavender's minutes and that's kind of what happened in the first game. You have 16 minutes for Tina eight minutes for, for John tell, obviously when Mercedes right. Russell gets back, we're going to have to have a longer conversation about who gets yep. minutes. Um, if Mercedes, I, I haven't heard anything about Mercedes Russell's injury. So I, um, I don't know when she's coming back, but if she comes back, then I think, you know, Tina's going to have even less minutes. So, but for me, if I'm yeah. on Seattle, I'm telling, I'm telling Tina, like you're along for the ride. Oh, I said my thing. If, if I, you're along for the ride. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're not here to call the shots. You're not here to, to take the big shots, you're, you're going to play the role that you are given. And if you don't do that, then you know what? You can get off another team. There's always another contract divorce if you want to get out. Because in this game, again, the game that she played against Las Vegas, she comes off the bench for the first time in her career. She plays 16 minutes. And I, frankly, it was not a good 16 minutes. It was no. She went two for eight from the field on offense. Uh, obviously, plus minus is very noisy, so I want to put everything on plus minus. But she was minus seven in her 16 minutes and the team won by 10. So to me, I, I was not, as soon as she got into the game as well, the aces attacked her. So yeah. honestly, I could see a situation where Tina Charles is like basically sidelined for the playoffs. Huh. And then that's going to be very interesting to see how she reacts. But if I'm, if I'm Seattle, I'm telling her like, look, you are here to hang out with us. We don't really need you. If you want to, if you don't want to be here, if you want more shots, Hey, Indiana, Indiana's there. Uh, you know, there's team, there's teams at the bottom of the stand. Man, go over there. Stop picking on fever. Stop picking on fever. Well, go <laughs> ahead. But yeah, you know, I actually, I don't think the fever. I don't think she would get that many shots in the fever, to be honest, because they're pretty packed before. Yeah. But I just don't. I don't see. I don't see the Seattle changing what they're doing. You cannot take minutes from Ezzy Magrador. You cannot. She was. She's been an all-star caliber player. We'll talk about her when we talk about our snubs now. But yeah. I don't think you can touch anything you're doing for Tina Charles at this point, because frankly, this team really, this is just a luxury for them um, rather than something that they need. Do you know that this kind of situation, and I know not the verbiage of it, but the situation 
of having a former MVP and starter every game of their career. Um, it's really giving Allen Iverson to Denver. Oh, I like or, that. To Detroit vibes. Like, yeah. and Allen, didn't he make some comments like, what starter, like what all-star uh, do you know that's coming off the bench? And what um, former MVP do you know coming off the bench? Like, I remember that. I don't know what year it was or whatever. I think it was in Memphis. It, okay. But it, it really is, it's giving AI. And, and not that they're the same kind of player or whatever, but, you know, they want to win. Okay. Mm -hmm. They want to win a championship. But it's also to me, like, when you look at a, a menu online and they have pictures of the food like the crab legs are like they look good they probably spray them down with water and it's like they look really good succulent you go to the <laughs> restaurant and those things are not the same like so I think Tina Charles when she came to DC she wanted to play with Della Don, Misa Man, Clark like all these players and you know all the it didn't work out Mm -hmm. You on the menu, you said, I would like that, please. And then injuries and bubble and all these things happen and it doesn't present like you thought it would. So same deal in Phoenix. I'll BG, Diana, Skyler, I'm going to take that. Uh, let me get that. Boom. And you get presented. Not that. So now you're disgruntled and now you're like, this is not what I ordered. This mm -hmm. is not, you know, it doesn't look <laughs> Sorry, like. Trying to send it picture. back to the kitchen. <laughs> Yeah, send it back to the kitchen there. We're not doing it. Um, but yeah, we're not doing it. But I don't know. It's just, it's giving that. And I understand, yeah. like, from that perspective for Tina, I get it. But you can't leave in the middle of the year. Like, yeah, you know, I'm. You I'm, shouldn't. <laughs> you can because she did it. You can because she did it. But you you shouldn't do that, man. I'm, like, I'm Mr. Player yeah. Movement on this podcast, as everyone knows. Uh, and even I'm like, you can't leave. You can't leave in the middle of the seat. Like you signed up for the season. Yeah. You signed up I and know. it sucks, but you know, everyone else is all, like yeah. everyone else on that team is, is going through it too. I mean, Sky, you know, Skylar and Diana, they certainly not only are, you know, concerned and afraid for their friend and, and Brittany Griner, but they're also like, well, this is not what we wanted to do this year. Like we want to be better and, but they're going to stick it out and continue playing. Um, and even, and even we have not talked about Skyler um, calling her current head coach a clown on Twitter. I don't know if you saw that, but that, we don't have to get into that one. That's a, that's another can of worms that we can talk about later. Uh, but it's it's kind of a mess of Phoenix. I understand wanting to leave, but at the same time, man, like you got you, this is not that long of a season. Okay, I, this right. isn't this isn't like an eight or nine month commitment. This is like five months. I don't know. I get it. I understand that she wants to win a title and that's cool or whatever. I've just, I'm I, as Mr. Player movement. I think everyone has, should have the complete freedom to move. You do have that. You, you have that. I, I, I say that all the time, but you respect that. You kind of got to, you got to finish, got to finish the season. <laughs> you got to go through the year. That's all. That's all I think. I mean, you know, ho hopefully everyone's happy. I hope everyone's happy. I know, but you have to make sure like when you do things like that, like the Seattle team, like, and I know she played with Sue at UConn. I, I get it. She yeah. has, she knows these people. I get it. And, and the Olympics, she's played with Brianna and all the people. However, if I'm in the locker room and I'm invested in the moment with my current team and what we're trying to do, and then here's someone who rolled out in the middle of the season on another team, and then boom, now they're sitting next to me. 
I'm like, are you good? Right? Like, and how are you going to tell that person, you know, don't complain about what we're doing. Like you're going to come in and, and, and yep. get in where you fit in and, and you get what you get. You don't get upset. Like this is our squad kind of thing. I mean, what kind of dynamic is that? And then it's not just disruptive for Phoenix. Okay. It's disruptive for Seattle. Oh. Trying to find a, a rhythm for her, even though now they've already had their rotation set for half the season. So now here you go, bringing in somebody who is a very talented, skilled player. And you can't say, okay, go sit over there for a minute. We can go ahead and play this game because we already have this all figured out right now. It's like, a, you know, going back, uh, it's a Friday, so we're going to throw it back to Rubik's Cube. <laughs> We got all four sides or whatever. We all the sides are have the solid color, and now here you come twisting and messing it up, yeah. like you just mix it all up, and now we got to start over again with our rhythm and our routine and our chemistry yeah. as a group. Oh, I, not, I, I just don't think I don't think either. I don't think you change. That's what I'm saying. She either fits in or she doesn't. And if you don't want to fit in, then you can sit your butt on the bench or you can get another contract divorce. And that's what it is. Like that's what I'm telling. Because like, look. We don't need you. We've won championships here. They have all won. Of us. All, all every won. single, well, pretty much every single person here has won a championship. Yeah. Like the leaders of this team have all won championships. We yeah, don't need you. You can come along for the ride, but if you want to stop the ride, then you can get off. Like you don't need to be around. So I don't know. I, I hope, I hope it all works out. Phoenix seems like pumped that Tina Charles is no longer around. They were, they were chanting F, well, not chanting but sophie cunningham was at least chanting f tina charles after they beat the yeah people. sophie did that yeah, yeah sophie, sophie did. did that i heard that on i saw that on twitter and i had to turn the volume up and put it all the way up to my ear i was like did she really say that and i think i'd say it i'd say it come on you quit on my team in the middle of the season after every and especially everything that we're going through that you didn't have to go through because you were around the things that we had to go like i would be i would be on the same way regardless we could leave tina charles I don't think she's going to have that big of an impact on, on the rest of the season. If we'll I had see to what happens, that's just a tough mix, like both ways, like for Phoenix and for Seattle, that's a tough mix, you know, mm-hmm. right in the middle of the year, just to try to recreate the wheel now with chemistry. Mm-hmm. I, as a coach, I would be like, if you're leaving my team in the middle of the season, I'm like, Oh snap. And then if you're joining my team in the middle of the season, as a coach, I'm like, Oh snap. Like yeah. really right now. Anyway, but that's what it is. And we'll see what it looks like in the playoffs i do want a couple more games of data to talk about it but like i kind of like the small ball fever it's pretty fun but we'll we'll get we'll get into that in in a a little bit i do want to move on to all-star um because we're going to do our all-star draft in which my team is going to smoke christy's team i don't think so that's what's happening it's happening Um, what but we're also i do want to talk about some snubs because obviously the reserves came out um i'm not going to go through all the reserves we're going to go through them in the draft But some big names were left off the list. And I want to just go through some of the ones that I have, see if you have any other names that we should put on the snubs list and maybe talk about the one player that we really think should be on there. But we have, I have at least, Elena Deladon, Alicia Gray, Chelsea Gray, Ezzy Magbagor, Natasha Cloud, Kelsey Mitchell, Mm -hmm. and Diana Taurasi. Yes. And and I, I want to also preface this by saying, there's only, what is it, 22 spots, right? There's only 22 spots on the team. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that some players, are good, very good players who are playing at an all-star level are not going to make it. 
And I understand that. We get it. But I kind of have problems with these. So who who was the name on this list that um, really stuck out to you? Or the couple of names on this list that really stuck out to you? Several names, several names. And I'm starting with Natasha Cloud. Uh, I just really think that she has played at an all-star level. I, I just don't know how she's not on the list. And I know when the coaches are game planning, like if I'm coaching against the Mystics, I am game planning for a player like Natasha Cloud and not just what she's presenting offensively where she went four or five from three Mm -hmm. in her last game. She's a freaking shooter. Like she's a shooter. But what I love about Natasha Cloud is her unselfish play and the way that she surveys the court and makes plays viable for her team. I mean, she's leading the league in assists one-tenth of a point away from Vandersloot every other day. So she's seven assists a game. So regardless of if she's shooting lights out, like four or five from three, like she just did. But she's setting up her team to do well. And she has sustained this level, right? Of, mm-hmm. of operating in her gift of sharing the basketball. And to me, that's the most disappointing one. And there are several that I have, but that one to me is just astounding that you can't have her as an all-star reserve. Ridiculous. And I'm saying it, and I don't care. And I, even if I was from not DC area, I would think the same thing. Right. Um, but my eyes are on her very frequently in practices. She is a, a consummate leader too. Um, and just all about the game and all about the team. And, and, and that's what you want. I mean, that's what we're celebrating, right? We're celebrating all-stars and it's, it's all encompassing when you're an all-star. And that's Natasha Cloud. That's who she is. She's a leader and not just on the court. You see what she does off the court. I mean, she is an all star period. And it's frustrating that she didn't get that respect. And I hate when players pour their hearts out and don't earn the respect that they are, are due. It it doesn't make sense to me. It will never make sense to me. And, um, you know, Elena Deladon too. And I know she's missed some games, but when she's played, she's busted people's foreheads. So let's understand that. Like, she's a problem. You're yeah. game planning for her, too. Stop playing around. And Diane Taurasi, I don't care. Like, well, she's getting older. She's crushing you when she's oh. playing against you. Give them their respect. Those are my top three right there. And then Kelsey Mitchell is as a close third right there with all the three of them. Because what, what is she doing wrong? What, what, I mean, I know her team isn't successful right now. But oh, she has been consistently efficient. She's been great. Yeah, I think Kel- I think Kelsey Mitchell. Um, well, let me go back to Natasha Cloud because yeah, bring it on back. Uh, you guys can go back and listen to all the podcasts, and you can read everything I've written, and you can see everything. Ah, I love Natasha Cloud. I think she is um, one of the most important pieces to the Mystics. I think she's a big reason why this team was able to win that 2019 championship and be at this level for Same. years. Her development, her leadership, everything that she does for this organization. And we do get to see it more so than everyone else. And I don't yeah. want to discount that because we, we get to hear about it. We get to see it more. We get mm-hmm. to talk to her and, and you know, to, to be around her is really like a gift. And, and I think it's awesome. It really and to is. watch her play is a gift too, mm-hmm. on both ends, on both ends. Because she does so much for this team's defense and for their offense. Well, With all that being said, yeah, I don't think she's an all-star. Because... <laughs> I just, all right, but we look at the guards. Let's look at the guards that are on this team. Sue Bird's on there because it's her last year playing and she's super. Okay, that's fine. We're going to, we're going to just forget super for a second. Uh, 
I think Kelsey Plum, Jackie Young, Sabrina Nescu, Skylar Diggins Smith, all the point Courtney Vandersloot, those point guards on this list are just having better seasons than her, just straight up. And they're on in teams what that, way? In what way? Offensively. I mean, there's not a better offensive player in this game right now than Kelsey Plum. At the guard position, there's not a better player offensively. Courtney Vandersloot's having a heck of a year. And you know what the tiebreaker kind of is for all of this? All the players I just mentioned are on teams that are higher in the standings of the Mystics. And, and, to, and to me, here's the bigger issue, right? Is that when you're, like you mentioned, when you're game planning for the Mystics, you are thinking about Natasha Cloud. But you know who you're thinking about first? Is Elena Deladon. And that to me is the biggest snub here because if Kalia Copper's on your list, she has only played 20 minutes more than, uh, than Elena Deladon. And mm-hmm. Elena Deladon is the best player on this team, point blank period. She's one of the best players in the league, point blank period. She yeah. is the player that you are sending doubles and triple teams to. I was talking okay. to some coaches from the Mystics when this came out, and they were like, yeah, for someone who's not who the coaches didn't pick, they sure send a lot of doubles and triple teams her way. Hmm. And so for me, if Elena Deladon's not on the list, then of course Natasha Cloud cannot be on the list because she, if we're going on the hierarchy of players that are important to this team's success, it probably goes Elena Deladon, then Ariel Atkins, then Natasha Cloud. Obviously it all is fluid and it changes every single game, but that's why I would, in my mind, if I'm looking at this from an outsider's perspective as a coach. So if I'm not putting Elena Deladon, then yeah, of course I'm not putting Natasha Cloud. It is crazy to me that Elena Deladon is not on your list. I don't know how you watch her play and don't put her there. I would say uh, Natasha Cloud's playing at that all-star level. I just right. think this year there's some better choices around. I feel bad for saying that, but I definitely, I mean, like, and I watched a lot of Natasha Cloud. I think she's amazing. But I just think, you know, the other guards are playing better than her. And that goes for Kelsey Mitchell and Diana Taurasi as well. Uh, if it was Diana Taurasi's last year, she probably gets in. But that's that's my only thing with Natasha Cloud is that she's not, if Elena Dalton's not there, then yeah, of course Natasha Cloud's not there. Because the, those two, I just think it goes together hand in hand. But I also, I mean, like, I get why Natasha Cloud's upset. And I think it's totally legitimate. I think everything you said was legitimate. I just, I'm looking at, looking at the stats, trying to be objective and under, and seeing that I think those other point guards are just having a bit of a better first half of the season. Um, you know, that's just, that's just where I'm at with it. I uh, hear you. But I almost pulled in all the air into my lungs out of the room when you said that because I was a surprise. I did not see that coming from I, and I'm not mad at you because obviously you're entitled to your own opinion and I understand, but I don't know why Elena Deladon's fate should be the criteria for what Natasha Cloud has. Done. Oh, it's not. But if you're not, if you don't consider Elena Deladon's a freaking MVP candidate, I, I don't know how she's not on the list. Like, I don't know how she's there. Yeah. So I, I, to me, in my mind, what it must have been is like, well, we just don't care about the Mystics. We don't think they're that good. Maybe that's, that's what I had to be. That's, that's why I'm tying them together. I got you. Okay. But also, but also I think regardless of what Atlanta Daldon does, I don't think I'd put Natasha Cloud ahead of those players on the reserve list. And it it hurts me to say it because I really love what she does. But I don't think I put her put her ahead of them. And I think I would even have her behind uh Chelsea Gray in terms of point guards for this all-star. Oh boy. Wow. But but, but if we're gonna say if we're gonna say Natasha Cloud's in and we're gonna say Land Daldon's in and we have all these snubs, who are we taking off? We gotta take someone off. I mean, what about Sabrina? I think Sabrina's been amazing. Sabrina's been consistently, the, consistently amazing. Yes, this year the, for this season for twenty for twenty twenty two, which is the season we're considering. Yes, yeah, consistently amazing. She has been. She's been. She's been consistently okay. the the straw that stirs the drink for that team. I think she's coming to her own, and she's really. Right. And regardless, too, 
we it's a different thing where we're considering the starters versus the reserves because the starters were voted right they were voted and i get it but and i'm just saying like what's their record though uh they are eight and eleven and what's washington's record washington is 13 and nine but again but sabrina is the sabrina is the reason why that team has eight wins in the large part and i think them getting two all-stars I, and Natasha Howard has been a little bit less consistent to me. I get it. I get why she was on there. But I just think, to, to me, it's just like, I think the Mystics should have at least two players, and one of them should be Elena Deldon, and the other should at least be Ariel Atkins before we can even talk about anyone else on this roster because those two have, have driven this team. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think Sabrina Nesky has been better than her. I think Jewel Lloyd, maybe, maybe. There's a really good argument for Jewel Lloyd versus Natasha Cloud. Uh, I think Arike Gumbawale versus Natasha Cloud. That's an interesting decision. I think Kalia Copper, as I alluded to, I'm not sure she's played enough. Th- those two would be an interesting decision. I think pretty much everyone else, though, is kind of um, just ahead of her this year. Listen, when we're talking about teams that are doing better, 13 is more than eight, you know. But Sabrina's I, playing better than Natasha. I have my degree, and I, it wasn't in math, but I know that. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't know if that's the case. Like if we're if we're saying carrying a team and being efficiently consistent, where Cloud is like, you know, one or two and assist all season long. But she's also shooting twenty eight percent from won- three. But, but the team is better because she helps the team in other ways than getting a bucket. And I understand. Not- so it still it does not lessen her value because she sets the table for people to eat. She sets the table for people to eat, and the team has won five more games. That's why I said Sabrina should be the one to take off. When you said who to take off, I'm like, boom, take off Sabrina. Because when, okay, if we're going NBA, Bradley Beal a couple of years ago was mm. like one of the top leaders in scoring. He was a full bucket, but the team didn't do well at that halfway point of the season. And he didn't make the all-star team and people were poo-pooing and, oh my God, why didn't Bradley Beal get on it? He's get, he's a flat out bucket. Team wasn't doing well. So now we're talking about, well, Sabrina's doing really well, but her team has five less wins than Washington. And, and Natasha Cloud is setting the table on a consistent basis with assist. So she's a better all-star. When we're talking about the word all, I'm talking A-L-L, everything, not mm-hmm. just your bucket getting ability. We're talking about her defensive prowess too. Cause if we throw that in the mix and I love Sabrina, she is an incredible talent. But if we throw that, we're looking at both of those players. Natasha Cloud is a flat out dog on defense and you can't tell me she's not. Okay, oh, she so is. she wins it. She wins in the assist category. She wins on the defensive category. She wins on the reading the floor category i don't know can, well she you go under she's getting a bucket like she did last but she's not but she but that's, that's not true that's not true they went but she, she was four or five from three for one game for the rest of the season she's she is so shooting 31 percent she's shooting that's 31%. not bad that's, that's not, not bad. good that's not 15 or whatever 20 percent i yeah because she had that big game she's 28 for 89 from three she hasn't the shooting's not there certainly and and I do I I look I think her that's not numbers, the only thing that's not the I'm only not saying factor. that's the like, only thing. Get me a stop. I I want a player. If I'm coaching, I want you to get me a stop before I want you to get me a bucket. Do I want you to get me a bucket? Absolutely. But if you can't get me a stop too, no, no. I, get I, me I, a get me a flat out stop. 
I just, I just think Sabrina's been better. I, I straight up, like straight up, I think Sabrina's been better. Um, also, she got voted in, so we can't. It's another thing that it, it, that's the other thing is like she got voted in, so we can't, we can't sit here and, and knock it because you know Elena Delon should have been voted in, and it's like we can't take someone off there. Um, no. But I do, I just think I think Sabrina's been better, straight up. Uh, I don't think I think Natasha's been really great. Um, I think I, I think Kalia Copper shouldn't be on there, uh, frankly. I don't think. And for Elena Deladon, I have to say someone that I want to take off for Elena Deladon, I'm taking off the Erica Hamby. I don't think Hamby's been nearly as impactful as as uh, as Elena Deladon in her minutes. It's just not true. And if you're gonna, that's the thing. If you're gonna put Copper on there, then you don't care about how many games everyone's played. And you don't care how many minutes everyone's played. So right. put on the best the best player in the world. Like how is that? That that's, that's maddening. Yeah. Um, that's frustrating. Yeah, I don't get that. Either. But Ju- but so and 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 uh, who else did I want on here? I think Alicia Gray should be on here. I don't know what more Alicia Gray could do. Yeah, um, I don't either. She's straight That's up and been- she's been better than Enrique Gumbawa this year. Yeah, straight up in in across the board the scoring numbers as you mentioned scoring is not everything. If you watch the games, the person who's most responsible for that team's success when they succeed is Alicia Gray. That's true. Opinion. I think that's true. Amazing. No, she's the X factor for them, and they don't talk about her enough. She's one of the players who you know when she's not on the floor. Like you feel her presence when she's there, and you feel it when she's not. And that's how you gauge who's impactful and who's not. And she has been incredible for Dallas, to say the least. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm waving my pom pom for her because I don't understand why she's not getting more love. Like another, you know, unheralded, you know, player in the league who is consistent every night and who coaches scout against. You have to, like, you got to know about her. Yeah. Or she's going to kill you. Yeah. And the other thing on Natasha too, and this is what I'll say for the coaches. uh, They're thinking, I think, well, I think if I was a coach um, and and I don't even know if the coaches actually fill this out. But if I'm a coach, I'm thinking about the players I have to game plan for pretty much every night. So the players that are in my mind every night, those are the mm-hmm. players I'm probably game planning for. So I'm, that's why Natasha Cloud's defensive abilities may have been overlooked in this situation. Yes. And because if you're, I watch, if you're a coach, you're not really thinking like, well, how do we beat, you know, this player on defense? You're thinking about how we stop this player on offense, I think, right? Is that fair to say? I think that's fair to say, but you also know that Natasha yeah. Cloud is going to sniff out every read. She's yeah. going to sniff out the ball screen actions. She's going to be communicative. If she's not in that ball screen action, she is in tune with her teammates and where they need to be on defense. So it's not just about her. So I think she is, she is just a pivotal piece for the mystic success. And, you know, especially on the defensive side when they have jumped up the rankings on that side of the court this year. And it's because of her and it's because of her, her ability to lead. If she's not, if she's not on all defense this year, um, we're riding. That was that uh, one's a all star, all star, whatever. I get I get all star has a bunch of different things, but that's fine. Whatever. All defense, absolutely. There's no yeah. to me, there's no argument that she is not there on, on first team or second team. I mean, yeah, I, I honestly, I don't see a guard in in the league, a point guard at the point guard position. I don't think there's a guard, I don't think there's a player better than her on defense. No. Um, in my my humble opinion, no. um, so if she's not on on defense, we riot. But I think for the All Star, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it, and and I I hope I hope I didn't like you know, well I hope I did upset her. She's great when she's upset. Yeah, but someone play this for. Surprised, I was surprised by that from you, but I'm not mad at you. I mean, we're still play cousins and everything, but I was surprised by that. I was surprised. By- <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I just, I just, I'm trying, I'm trying to be objective and, and be, and be uh, honest. Let's get into our all-star draft because we we're running, okay. uh, running late on time. All right. Okay. So we, WNBA all-star selection show is tomorrow at 3 PM on ESPN. The way this whole thing is going to work is Asia Wilson, Sue Bird will be team captains for one team. Brianna Stewart and Sylvia Fells will be team captains for the other team. They'll be picking from the starters first, then from the bench. The way we're going to do it is we're drafting everybody. So I have a coin here. Uh, this is my, it's a coin of my buddy. Um, so we're going to flip it and we're okay. going to, we're going to see, we're going to pick from team captains first, then the starters, then the bench, and then the coaches. Oh boy. Yeah. So we're, we're going, we're going through it. We're going all through right. it. I'll remind, I'll remind everyone who's available at all times. Okay, um, good. All right. We can do it. All right. So this is going to be heads. This is my, this is Xander. And then this will be tails. So call okay. it in the air. Me? Am I calling it? You're calling it. Okay. Okay. So wait. Oh, wait, tails. No, that did flip, but that flip. Oh, you did. Tails. All right. All right. You're just going to call tails. All right. Flip it. And that did flip either. How do, how do, how many flips do you go flip? I don't know how to flip it. Oh, there we go. It flipped. It flipped. You got to do it with your thumb, dude. All right. Flip. Oh, okay. You said tails? Tails. It is heads. Hey, you had some. I didn't do it. I will do it again. I'll do it again. All right, let's do it again. Okay, do it again. Heads. Heads? Yeah. All right, Chrissy gets a pick first <laughs> because she rigged the system. All right, pick your captains. You're doing magic tricks over there, man. Come on now. Okay. Pick your captains. Okay. So you have Asia and Sue or Brianna and Syl? I'm going with Asia. Mm, okay. Yeah. I'm going with the Asia group. Asia and Sue, you said, yeah? Yes. So oh, and, and the other thing. Still in. And Brianna, um, you have a new Apple Watch. I did. I got a new phone today, so I got a new Apple Watch oh, too. Cool. Uh, if T-Mobile has great deals, guys, uh, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Um, okay, so I will take Brianna and Sil, and then we're going to do snake. That mentioned that we're going to do snake draft. So one, so it goes oh. first pick, second pick, then the person who has a second pick has a third pick, and the. Okay. I'll just I'll I'll talk. Just it's talk a, to me along the way. Hold my hand and, and drag me down the yellow brick road. So I, Brianna Stewart and Sylvia Fowles, okay, the first pick. Of the starters, you get Gabe's team. Gabe's team. Okay. Um, I I think I need guards because I have two centers right now, um, and I'm going with Kelsey Plum. Kelsey Plum has been one of my favorite players to watch this year. I think she's been just electric when she has the ball. I think she can do so much, especially in an All Star game setting. I think she's gonna be super fun. And uh, yeah, I'm going with Kelsey Plum. We're gonna get we're gonna get the uh, the guards in here with my bigs. So now you get the next. Because I just had to say, yeah, yeah, you get the next two picks. Two. All right. I'm going with uh, Jackie Young. Okay. And just to remind everyone, the, per the players we have left in the starters are John Cole Jones, Neka Gumake, Candace Parker, and Sabrina Ineski. Candace Parker. Mm. Ah, <laughs> dang. Okay. Thanks for the reminder of the list. I had those. <laughs> I had all the names jumbled and then you or organized them for me. So that's perfect. Parker. Um, okay. So there's one other guard on this list and I feel like I should just take the guard because I am fine with either of the bigs. Although obviously I think I would rather have John Cole Jones. I'm going to go with Sabrina after defending her in the last segment. I'm going with Sabrina uh, to be my kind of, we, we have two off ball guards now. So um, I mean, well, two players that kind of play off ball, um, but they also play on the ball, and I think it's going to work out really well with Sabrina and Kelsey in my backcourt. So now you got – oh, no, I have another pick. I have another pick. Oh, you have another one. Oh, okay, so it didn't matter who I went with. Um, okay, I'm going to go with John Cole Jones. Dang it. Because 
She's I the MVP. To, I was getting it's ready to a, go it's with a all shame. the big guards. It's a shame that John Quill Jones fell to uh, fifth here yeah. among among our uh, picks, but I think that's 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 not a uh, a statement on her value. It's more so a statement oh. on what we needed because of our team builds. Yeah, um, position wise. So I get two now. Well, you get Neka Agumake. You have to. You have to take, okay, yeah. so it's the reunion of Parker and and Agumake. Yeah, be crazy right. if those two are on the same team in real life, right? I mean, you know, I like it. the reunion. All right. 2.0. Uh, I like it. So here's our starters so far for our teams. For right. for for Christy, we got Asia Wilson, Sue Bird, Jackie Young, uh, Neka Gumake, and Candace Parker. Ooh, I like it. It's a pretty good team. I like that. <laughs> I really like my team. I have Kelsey Plum, Sabrina Nescu. Uh, I have John Quill Jones, Brianna Stewart, and Sylvia Fowles. So uh Brianna Stewart's my three. Yeah, tried to pull her off. Yeah. So she, Brandon it's my small forward in the situation. Okay, yeah. so now let's move to the bench. You okay. have first pick here, uh, and okay. then I have the next pick. So we're the, to remind everyone who the reserves are. There's a lot of people on this list. Yeah. There's Alyssa Thomas, Brianna Jones, Dierica Hamby, Skylar Diggins Smith, Ariel Atkins, Kalia Copper, Natasha Howard, Ryan Howard, Emma Miesemann, Arike Gumbawale, Courtney Vandersloot, and Jewel Lloyd. So you get the first pick. I get the first pick. I'm I'm gonna go with Skylar Diggins Smith. Skylar Diggins Smith. She Claire... was just flat out fierce taking her. Well, she should she should have been a starter. Yeah. She wasn't a starter because uh, people were hating. I know. But just so lame. I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't like it either. But uh right. she goes, she goes to Christie with the seventh overall pick, first pick of the reserves. So now I got two picks here. I'm trying to think of what my team needs. We desperately need a small forward because, again, right now, Brianna Stewart is my small forward. So if you want to have an actual small forward, we probably should get that now. Um, that being said, who am, I, who am I going with here? Who do I think is the most fun? I, you know what? I'm going, I'm going with Courtney Vandersloot. Okay. I think Courtney is going to fit into everything that we're doing. Um, she doesn't. She makes it pretty easy on everyone. I think she's going to be really fun on an all-star game. So I'm going with Courtney Vandersloot. And now you have another one. So I have my guard, I have my point guard situation kind of locked up. I could go with Ryan Howard. That'd be fun. That'd be really fun. But I think I'm going to take someone that you want. Oh no. I've taken Alyssa Thomas. Dang it. The A train. Oh, I want an AT, man. I wanted baby Braun. <laughs> I knew, I knew. Oh. I was like, you know, who's get, who's Christy gonna take? Let me take them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. I was trying to sit quietly and wait. I was like, he's not gonna take AT. He's not gonna take. Okay, you took her. You got her. You got her. Oh. That's, uh, all right. Now it's your second reserve pick. Okay. Oh, uh, let's see. We have Sue. Alrighty. And Chelsea Gray is still a selection that I can go with. Chelsea Gray is not, no, she's not an all She didn't, she was a snubber. Okay. She's a snubber, yeah. She got snubbed. What a killer. Okay, <laughs> um, let me see it on the top of my head, on the top of my head. We probably need, I mean, we have Wilson down there and, and you know, we have Candace down in there. I'm going with Ariel Atkins. Good. Uh, I like that. 
Yeah, like there's some defense. You know, I was talking about defense and all being important and everything. Yeah, that was a kind of another reason with Alyssa Thomas. Like, if we were playing this as an actual game, yeah. And I don't do we are, are we what are we doing this year? I don't know the format because I really love the NBA's format. I think I it's like it. fun, right? Yeah, every quarter, right? Every quarter. I wonder if they're gonna do. I don't know what they're doing. Oops. I haven't heard anything about the yeah. all-star game format, but I would love to see the Elam ending because I think these teams would be really competitive with each other, especially Skylar yeah. Smith. I think she's going to try to take off heads. Um, <laughs> That's why I picked her. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, I think she's very mad. Um, yeah, and I so I I'm with you there. I'm sorry. I'm moving around my, I have a graphic for this. So oh, I'm trying okay, to visual, trying to visualize who you got. Um, so you have, or right, you have two reserves and I have two reserves. Oh no, you go one more time. I have right? one more. Here, yeah, run, down who's, run down who's left really quick. Just, okay. I have ideas, but let me just make sure I don't. So the players it. left are Brianna Jones, Dierica Hamby, uh, Kalia Copper, Natasha Howard, Ryan Howard, Emma Misaman, Arika Gumbawale, and Jewel Lloyd. I'm going with Copper. Going with Copper? Yep. That'll be fun. Transition yeah. nightmare. Push. Yeah, let's go. Finals MVP. Yeah. I love it. She's ready. She's ready. We're going. All right. Let's go, Kyle. Yeah. I, I like I like I like the way your team's setting up. It looks it's, nice. It's nice. Mm. Got the I got the fighters. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. I got the nails. I got the nails popping teeth. So I'm trying to I'm trying to think. Hmm. So I don't know if I need any more bigs. I have a lot of bigs. I'm basically the current Connecticut Sun roster. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, almost the same distribution. I have two of their players. Yeah. Um, so I'm sorry to Brianna Jones. I'm not going to Brianna Jones. I don't think I'm going to go with a big. I want a guard. Um, I don't, I have buckets at the moment. I kind of want to get someone that can do a little bit of everything. So I'm going, I'm going with Jewel Lloyd. <clears throat> Got her, got her again. Got her again. I was going to get that next. Uh, and now I have, another, I have okay, another. I have another pick. I do. I could use. I could use a. I mean, like I just said, I don't need bigs, but obviously, I'm going to have to take a big. Yeah. At some point, um, and I'm looking around and don't you do it Gabe and you're already gonna do I already well I don't know I don't know I don't know if you're gonna go with the 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 mystics connection or the Maryland connection but I think I'm going with Emma Mieseman because (laughs) dang it okay go ahead I was holding on to my chair now you took all three of the ones I had okay I'll go with Emma Bissaman because I think her passing is amazing. I think she's having a tremendous season. I think she's been awesome. She's been um, one of the biggest reasons why Chicago is where they are at. Uh, probably Chicago didn't deserve four all-stars, but I'm glad Emma made it because she deserves to be one. And I'm glad that she's on my team and she's going to be throwing passes around uh, to the rest of these bigs. And I have a squad. I'm really excited. I love this. That's the squad with me. See, I was going to get, I was going to get Emma mm-hmm. and school and AT, but that's okay. I'm gonna give you those. I'm going go with the uh, the. Yeah, let me let me let me reset. Let me. Re- oh, reset. reset us. Okay. Brianna Jones, Dierka Hamby, Natasha Howard, Ryan Howard, and Enrique Gumbawale are left. 
You get two picks. I get two? Yeah, you get the next two. I think, yeah, yeah, that's, that seems right. Yes. I'm going with Arike. Uh, okay. Yeah, because she's a flat out, flat out uh, stone cold. And then I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Brianna Jones. All right. I'm taking her because she shoots almost 60% from the floor. Or maybe it's right over 60. I haven't I looked she, today. I Isn't she, she is. like 59? Is she 61? Something like Something that. ridiculous. Some yeah. Sylvia, Sylvia Fowles level. She doesn't miss. So, uh, you know, we need stability on high percentage shots. So, boom. And then Arike, we need stability on um, low percentage shots that she makes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Hand in the face setbacks i mean that's low percentage for most people but not her i'm taking arike arike gumbu wallet okay so yeah. arike and, and um brianna jones and brianna jones okay yeah. so that's your 15th pick okay so all right uh how many players do we have here let me make sure i didn't mess this up so we have hamby howard ryan howard all right we have three and we're good okay we're good so i have two picks and you have the last pick so you're just okay you're gonna get whoever you get but you got first pick of the coaches um i don't know i don't know i mean like i need i could use some shooting kind of in a way especially on my bench i think i need shooting more than i need another big so i'm going i'm gonna go with ryan howard first the rookie um interesting that we were just both in on on her being an all-star and i think that's right because she is she's she's totally there and then i'm going with the erica hamby as well um okay because well she's another big she can kind of space the floor and yeah i think she's just i just want i want her a little bit more i want what she brings more than natasha howard's i think i don't know but you get natasha howard i have howard i have natasha howard i'll take her and that's no slight she's tough and you know she can board and you know she can get to the ram i like it um yeah and the I mean, I don't imagine Derrick Hamby's going to stay there that long with her teammate being the, the picker. Um, gonna, <laughs> That's true too. Just going to yeah. throw that out there. Just going to throw that out there. Did I must yeah. I must have messed this up at some point. Yeah, I did. Okay, never mind. We're good. I have a little sheet here where I'm keeping track of everything. <laughs> you get first pick of the coaches. Who's your oh, coach? Oh boy. Uh... You get James Wade or I'm Becky going, Hammond. I'm going with Becky Hammond. Becky Hammond. Uh, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good pick in my opinion. She's going to let it go. She's going to let them, you know, let those threes fly, a little free flowing offense, but they're going to be sticklers on defense and, and Asia, you know, she knows Asia well and she'll set her up. The right uh, I will go James Wade, but I want James, I want this very strictly coached. We're only <laughs> running set plays. No flow. This is just it was strictly it's like 1950s Kansas basketball. Um, no, I'm kidding. We're, we're, obviously, don't coaches don't do anything. Do as little oh, as possible. Yeah. Sit on the yeah. sidelines and have some fun. Um, yeah. So yeah. let's let's uh, let's go over who our teams are at the right. at, after this draft. Uh, I got Sabrina, okay. Kelsey Plum, Sylvia Fowles, John Cole Jones, and Brianna Stewart as my starters. Okay. On my reserves, I have Courtney Vandersloot, Alyssa Thomas, yeah, Jewel Lloyd. <laughs> I have Emma Mieseman, Ryan Howard, and Derrica Hamby. All right. That's my team. I like my team. I like your team. Uh, but I love my team. I mean, these teams are just full of all-stars. 
you know, that's it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> we got Sue Bird and Jackie Young, Asia Wilson, Candace Parker, and Neka Gumake. That's that's an awesome front. That right there is tough. That's a good really luck. fun. Front good court. luck. Good luck on that team with that team. Yeah, that's a really fun front court. All right, uh, yeah. there we got on your on your bench. You have uh, Skylar Diggins Smith, who's been one of the best players in the league this year. Uh, Ariel Atkins, Kalia Copper, uh, Natasha Howard, Brianna Jones, and Arike Agumbawale. I love my team. They're gonna cut you deep. <laughs> so if we were playing in a real, you, they're gonna cut you. What? If we were playing in a real game, mm, yeah. We I would. wonder. I don't know. I mean, because we have. So we're we're attacking Subaru. If we're playing a real game, Sue is in every pick and roll. Not because she's That's not. Right, I'll take I'll, right. take. I'll take my she, chance. She's gonna have some help, isn't she? Gonna have Ariel and Enrique and everybody Jackie. else rotating over Jackie. Oh, yeah. I think they're all gonna be there. But they can't How rotate. You can't right, rotate over on this team. Who they're you rotate off of in this game? Because Becky Ham is gonna say, "You better rotate, or you come in. <laughs> they're gonna rotate." <laughs> I'm very. They're gonna rotate now. I'm very no confident problem. in my bench, although you you definitely have the best player on the bench. Yeah. It's Skylar Diggins Smith. Guy. Yeah. It's my girl, man. Yeah. I, that she that's the game changer, right? Because if we were playing in a real game, again, this is not a real game. If we're playing in a real game, <laughs> Skylar's probably at the playing at the end of the game over Sue Bird. And then we have big problems. Yeah. We have really big problems. And you have an act. But on the flip side, listen to this lineup that I could throw out there. And it's really awesome. All right. So I can throw. Let's see who I want here. I mean, I could I have Kelsey Plum, Sabrina, or Jewel Lloyd, whoever you want at the two. Uh, I have Alyssa Thomas at the at the three, but really playing point guard with John Quill Jones and Brianna Stewart. We're going all five out spacing. Oh and yeah. AT getting downhill. It's good. It'll be nasty. It'll be a nasty team. My girl. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's a tough cover. Yeah, I guess I guess you throw, I guess you throw Jackie Young on her. Jackie Young's pretty very strong. Just to be disrupt, yeah, she can disrupt you now. She get up underneath of you. Yeah, you can feel her. Yeah, she can she can uh, mess you up. <laughs> so I I think my team would win. Seven game series of real games. Close. I think it would be very close. Is there like some calculation? on herhoopstats.com that we can like throw all those players together and like see statistically what would truly happen if those two teams played we could probably do it in 2k we could probably do it in 2k let's see see. i I want i'm gonna put i have this graphic of uh of of our rosters here i'm gonna tweet it i hope uh y'all can can let us know who you think who who you think will win this game i like it so uh i like my team a lot <laughs> i like my team a lot it's like there's all all-stars and apologies to natasha club <laughs> i know i don't like that she's not on there and dt come on man where's diana tarasi at um, that would, come on yeah if we had that's who i really want i'd really love to have a land coming off my bench but i mean coming off the bench like just ah that's... i do have emma Miesemann though which like you know as yeah. as we saw with the mystics uh, if you don't have Elena Deldon, having Emma Musiman is a, a pretty nice, uh, yeah, a consolation prize. Yeah, tool in the toolbox. You want to bring that out? Oh, wait, she's got them. She can but go. Yeah, so we'll see the actual selections tomorrow, and then the following weekend is All Star. That's gonna and be fun. 
we'll be hanging out. I don't know what we're going to do next week. We've been talking about All-Star for like three straight weeks. So I don't know. <laughs> I know. Probably talk about actual games. Yeah. Oh, we can do power. Games. We haven't done power rankings in a very long time. We have to do that. Because it's, you know, I, that's what I said at the beginning. Like, there have been so many teams who have gained some ground here. Mm-hmm. And picked up some really strong momentum. I mean, LA being one of those teams, I think that has really picked up some momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington let a couple games out west uh, trip them up, like got right at home against Atlanta. So I and think beat the Aces. And beat the Aces as well. Yep. And I think, you know, when you have those wins, you can kind of stockpile confidence along with those victories, especially mm-hmm. those close games where you have to grind it out and, and grit out some wins, um, especially on the defensive end. I think those teams have been able to do that. So I think power rankings will be really intriguing to do next time. We'll do it next time. We'll do it next time. Hopefully, let's go storm. Need a couple (laughs) more wins. Keep me out of Barry Farms, Sue. We're going to Barry Farms. And Jewel and Ezzy. Ezzy, remember, you're an all-star snub. Be mad about that, please, for my sake. (laughs) Please. Um, It'll be fun. So that, that I I think uh, this is a fun exercise though. I think we uh, yeah we learned a little something about how we how I value these players because I don't really think I had this I, I don't know I didn't know what I was where I was going with it before I started but um, <laughs> I had fun and I think uh, you know that's all that's all I got on the docket. Oh, that's all I have too. And I just wanted to uh, you know before we. Uh, before they cut the lights off, I see them walking over to the light switch. But Gabe, uh, I had to shut the lights off today at, at oh, South right. High School. We had our summer camp. I have my shirt on here. I see it. I'll save you one. I can bring you one. Yeah, I would love one. South Lakes Girls Basketball Camp. And, you know, the community is always so gracious and all the parents and, uh, you know, the kids were just very special and sweet. Um, a lot of alumni stopped by this week at South Lakes. Uh, shout out to Benvenuti, Caitlin Jensen, Aaliyah, McKenzie, uh, Margo. Oh my gosh. And my daughter Bree came by today with Margo. They were teammates. And, you know, it was just really sweet to see. They didn't know that they were going to be there, um, that each other were going to be there. And they saw each other and, you know, it was they ran fast to each other. But in my head, it was like slow motion, like a movie in the airport when you see somebody in a big hug and uh that's what south lakes basketball is all about so um just shout out to to south lakes and all of the little campers and all their little sweet little faces and um you know they said uh usually every day we say girl power on three before we leave and every day we have something new i let them cheer and do something and then one was slay the day on three we did that and it was like awesome and then today I was like, hey, guys, what are we going to say today? <laughs> and Gabe, they said, we love you, Coach Scott, on three. <laughs> and I was just a hot mess express like I am right now. Uh, but <clears throat> super sweet. And, you know, it, it was just great to see. That's why we have the flower on here to grow in the game and grow in life. And, you know, the seeds were planted and I'm um, thoroughly thrilled for uh, the futures of every Seahawk that, that comes along after today. So yeah, had to shut the door and cut the lights out. Uh, just like we're doing now here. <laughs> this edition of Courtside with Christy and Gabe, we don't have to go home, but we do have to get up out of here. 
and we'll bring you more WNBA action next time and some power rankings, I think we said we were going to do. But uh, for Gabe Ibrahim, I'm Christy Winter-Scott on Courtside with Christy and Gabe right here on the Her Hoop Stats Podcast Network. Thank you guys so much for listening and make sure you let us know who you think will win between our two all-star teams. We love you, Coach Scott. <laughs> oh. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.